And we are live. Welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling past, present, and quite possibly the future. Um, we got a whole bunch of shenanigans to cover, but before we get into that, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wrestling Is Trash. And you can also look us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash wrestling is trash, where you might be seeing this broadcast live uh, via Twitch, uh, freaking Periscope, and on Facebook. So, yeah, we're here. Now I got people texting me saying that they want to dag on, get on the on the call and whatnot. Who jumping on me? Maybe. Let's see. We might have a, a visitor in here. I, I'll work that out, but go ahead and hit, hit me with what you uh, what you got there, homeboy. No, what you think about this this virtual fan stuff? Um, so I I don't get it. What what's what's happening? I mean, I've heard of it, but I know nothing of it. I haven't did my research. So, have you watched like the NBA? Yeah. Since it's been back. Yes. So essentially that, but oh, okay, they're so not doing it in the performance center. They're going to the Amway center in Orlando, yeah. which that's where like the magic place. So it's like an actual basketball arena. You know what I mean? Okay. So like the bubble is what they call it, right? Yeah, I guess it's their own bubble. You know what I mean? Instead of going to the performance center, they're probably going like 10, 15 minutes up the road to the Amway center. Okay. But I think it's good. I think it's going to be good for the performers. So, I mean, it, it, are they going to be introducing a crowd in there? Because, I mean, New Japan is already doing shows with crowds and everything like that. Are they just going to be what, – what? what is this? So I'm going to show you what I read on Twitter about it. Ooh, I just saw myself. That was kind of weird. <laughs> mm, give me one second. Hold on, let me pull this up. The Raw Underground comes back again. Oh yeah, that that is that gonna be a recurring thing? <laughs> yeah, it's happening tonight. Oh my god. What do you think of that? I thought it was all right. I don't mind it. It's whatever to me. So like it's kinda hard how to explain it what they're doing, but it's pretty much gonna be like a jump bunch of giant screens around the ring from what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. And like we can sign up and be on it. Word fans in the crowd. So That'd like, uh, cool we got the whole gang together for it. So like the baseball games and shit. They instead of having cardboard cutouts of people in the crowd and everything, they're gonna have like screens with people faces and shit on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, don't know, I think it's gonna be cool. Like the only thing I don't know is because I haven't maybe read into it enough, or maybe not enough common sense. I don't know. Like if you watch like a bat, like I'm watching the Celtics right now, mm -hmm. like you can still kind of hear like crowd noises and stuff. But I don't know if it's piped in or if it's somehow from the virtual fans. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I'm like, I don't know. So that's, I'm honestly very intrigued. Let's see what they do. But I think it's a step in the right direction. Now, do we think this is a move of desperation or a move of, a move of innovation? You want to say innovation, but is it really innovation if other sports are already doing it? And when they're so far behind, because look, even beforehand, like, I don't know how long they've been trying to get the Amway Center, but look at AEW. They're mm -hmm. at that Daly's place. They've been there, I think, pretty much still, yeah, the whole time. You know what I mean? 
Well, but that's the thing about AEW, though. They have somebody that has a place in their back pocket. WWE doesn't have like a home arena or anything like that other than the performance center. Yeah, and I think, honestly, even NXT, like I get it, NXT before pre-pandemic was in full but they had crowds. I think Mm -hmm. they should even operate out of here, but I think it's just going to be a raw SmackDown pay-per-view thing. Okay. But it's definitely, like I said, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction. You know what I mean? Because you got to think they're in the, because I'm assuming, assuming here, but if I assume I'm an ass, yes. they're going to still have the performance center town. Unless okay. they're all getting replaced by virtual fans. I will say this, it's going to bring a ratings draw. I bet you SmackDown does a pretty good rating on Friday. Probably. I mean, and that's another goddamn thing. We, we got so many people. They say they are fans of professional wrestling, but yet and still they're always sitting there talking about uh, the ratings, the demo, and all this other bullshit. I said, are you a freaking stock and shareholder? Or are you a well, fucking a wrestling fan? fan? Yes, God damn I it. Because I don't give a goddamn about, you know, the demo and the freaking key demographic and all this other bullshit. I want to see entertainment on my screen. Yeah. Because there's been plenty of weeks NXT, I thought, personally, was better than AEW, and they got whooped in the ratings. They, they, they want to know if you could sing to them, Nick. I'm not singing. <laughs> Go ahead. No, maybe Go. later. When the moon hits your eye like a like big a pizza, pizza pie, pie. <laughs> that's tomorrow. <laughs> oh, we got somebody in the chat here. Who we got? Roger. Yeah. Oh! Hey! There he is. The, the king himself. Sorry, I'm fresh off the Raptors victory. Very, very fresh. Yes. Um, very fresh. Very fresh. I, I am, I am sorry for my uh, surroundings, but I don't know. I haven't really heard you guys in a while, but I've had some uh, home home drama. So like my niece, my 16 year old niece. I'll tell the story because it's probably more entertaining than wrestling, but. My 16-year-old niece, she decided to take my Porsche for a, jo- a joyride. And, and, and whoa, 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 hold on. Let me stop you right there. First of all, 16-year-old and Porsche don't go together. <laughs> so you need, if you got enough for a Porsche, you got enough for a goddamn dummy car or whatever. You need to get you a Hyundai that's in the garage or whatever. I, I, do, I do have I, I do have a dummy car. Well, it's not my dummy car. It's my wife's. It's a Jeep Cherokee, but she thinks it's like a a mom mobile. No, my my Porsche. It, I mean, it is a Porsche, but it's a 2016 Panamera. So that's what it is. Um, I traded in my old car for it, like in February. I posted the video on YouTube of me taking the test drive, or not YouTube on Twitter. But, anyways, long story short. She uh, took the keys out of my wife's purse, the spare, and then um, at 5 a.m. decided to go for a joyride, went to the Circle K, which is beside the McDonald's, because she got McDonald's. Somebody she knows said, hey, pull over. I haven't seen you in a while. She pulls over, and she hits a parked car. I don't even know where to bring it. <laughs> Um, so the whole front of it is smashed. So it's like two weeks in the shop, and I have my rental here, which is a Nissan Rogue. Not not exactly the car I gave up for it, but man, of course for a Nissan, that's yeah. a fair deal. 
so so we 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 so so what is the reprimand then? What 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 is going to happen? How are we going to rectify this situation? Because fuck wrestling, I want to know how this going to go down. Yeah, I know. I'm really actually intrigued to this. All right. So so okay, let's start with the the, the obvious question: How much was the damage? Okay. So the total damage to the front of the car was about $2,400. Now, because she hit a person, she hit somebody who was driving a 2010 Kia Sportage or Frontage, whatever the car is. So the person's car is worth less than the damage to my car. But because <laughs> they filed the insurance claim, my, insur my insurance company's like, look, your insurance is going up regardless you might as well get your car fixed too because it's going up exactly the same whether your car gets fixed or it doesn't so you might as well do it so i paid the 500 deductible sorry she paid the 500 deductible yeah that's and right she was really upset because she's like she's like you emptied out my bank account and i'm like that's they hey. no <laughs> those are the consequences you emptied out my car <laughs> <laughs> Because you I did this. I said there are two options. I can I can tell the insurance company and the police that you took my car, but yeah. because I didn't report it, that you stole it, it's basically assumed I gave you permission, which means that my insurance is going up under the liability stuff. So the bottom line is she paid me five hundred dollars. She's really pissed off because I took we took her phone away. We changed the Wi-Fi password, which really <laughs> means something to that generation. Hey, you and she, yeah, you changed the Wi-Fi password. Because, they're done. Yeah, you changed the Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Done. She's upset because she's like, so how am I gonna communicate with people? I'm like, that's not my problem. That's your problem. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. Because yeah. I told her, I said, I can do one of two things. I can give you the Wi-Fi password, but I'm going to take your cell phone that I took away and put it in my safety deposit box for two months, and I could sell it on eBay and get the money, and that will pay for the damages, but you don't have a phone, and you can go buy your own phone. And, you know, like, look, I'm not ashamed <laughs> that me and my wife do okay in life. That's okay. But I will not let anybody take advantage of the situation like she looked at the car she's like it's not that bad i said do you understand what it costs to even breathe on a porsche like if i take it to the dealership and i say can you like look at it it's two hours it's 180 dollars. they charge 90 bucks an hour so she has no concept of money because she just thinks well you guys do well i'm your niece you should spoil me and she even said, she goes, if you drove a less nicer car, I wouldn't have taken it. I'm like, well, okay. I'm not going to lower my standards because you want to joyride and do Grand Theft Auto. So I've been really dealing with that for the last couple of weeks. And that's why I haven't really been like in the chat, as we could say, the chat we have on, on yeah. over text. Hey, man, it'd it be like that sometimes. Like, that, life, it... life takes priority over uh, what we be talking about. If, if, if that was Rob and his old white pickup truck friggin' with his kids, I can only imagine what you do in the old white pickup truck. Oh man, they, they get mashed, man. That old white pickup truck was a uh, man. I remember one day, one morning we were sitting up there and uh, it, it just the tire just went out. It just went straight down to rim and everything. And I was skating down this ice hill in freaking bump up Missouri and shit. And I had to call in. And was like, hey. I ain't gonna make it. 
what I don't understand is she she took the car, she backed into a truck. So she hit something before she even got out of my neighborhood. Then she hit another car. And then we're I'm driving her from work yesterday. I'm picking her up. And she's like, man, people here drive so crappy. I'm like, you are not an authority. on You the one hitting the things that sit and steal. Like you had a parked car. Do you know <laughs> <laughs> I said you hit a. I said you hit a Kia with my car. Like they were so happy. And they to do. They tried to get me. Like they tried to say, oh, he caused more damage. Like they had a broken windshield and they had like a broken um, back fender. And they're like, well, he did that too. And they're like, no, 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 no. no. They hit the front of your car, not your windshield. They tried milking because it. they're just they like, could. oh, okay, well. They're trying know. to milk and I you. I even told them. I even. I went to them. I went to them. I went to them and I said, look, you know, what is it going to cost? But here's what. Here's where my niece made the cardinal mistake. And I know we've all been 16, so I can't sit there and say I haven't made stupid mistakes when I was 16. She actually fled the scene in a Porsche. <laughs> like. She fled ah. the scene. She got in the car and took off. And I'm like, okay. So the cops pretty much came to my house that night, knocked on my door, and they said, sir, we, we don't know, but somebody, we, we ran your plates, but we see the car on the driveway, so we, we don't think it was stolen. But, like, somebody was speeding in your car, and we followed them home, and they ran away from an accident. I was like, yeah, it's my niece. She just told me about it. Um she's she she was upset this is what's so stupid about it she was upset that the lady she hit yelled at her she wasn't upset that she stole my car she was upset that the lady yelled at her so you know i told my wife i said look i'm trying to be a good like whatever guardian but you are pushing she is pushing my left my limits my wife's like well, she's 16. I said, yeah, but she shouldn't have to joyride. And, and no, I mean, my wife understands. It's just she was really pissed off. She was more angry than I was. But I was angry because she could have killed somebody. And that's what would have really hurt. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that taking my car is okay. It isn't. But what if she hit somebody, like a person? Because at 5 a.m., she's a 16-year-old, so she smokes weed. And she goes and gets the munchies or whatever, and that's what happened. That's what really was the piss me off about the whole thing. Yeah. Like, she could have endangered some other people's lives, and you know, then this is a different conversation. Like, it's jail, it's it's this, it's that. I'm getting sued, civil suit. It's you know, so I guess that's the silver lining in this. But she's really upset because like she has no access to anything. She's like, I can't go on Instagram, I can't go on Snapchat, I can't go on. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Candy Crush. And I'm like, listen, man. Candy Crush, Snapchat, and Instagram are the least of your problems. Those yeah. are the least of... Because I even told her, I said, you have no idea what it costs to just nick up a Porsche. And look, I'm not... People are like, oh, it's just because it's a Porsche. No, she took... I don't care if she took a 1993 Nissan Sentra that was mine. The fact that she took it out of my... She took the keys out of my wife's purse, that pissed me off. Because she, she well, told my wife, oh, I'm going to go get a tampon. And she took that. And that's what happened. Well, speaking of tampon, raw is a bloody mess. That's my story. 
Yeah, but uh, other than tampons, uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and all these other wrestling shows are a bloody so, mess. Are you guys liking like the new format? The yeah. So what we were just talking about was like um. No, what yeah, I was saying is. You got a delay on your side there. So you guys like Raw Underground? It's whatever. It doesn't bother me. I don't hate it. I liked how they ended it the first night with the Hurt Business. Now, um, the whole thing with the uh, Raw Underground is... Yeah, I'm going through a little bit of a storm here, so I don't know if the connection's bad, but... Just a little delay on your end or whatever. But uh, Raw Underground is like... I don't know if I'm... I don't know how I feel about it. It's like, I, I it, it would have been cool to me, I believe, if it wasn't like, you know, Shayna Baszler and Dolph Ziggler and, you know, people, people we know popping up here and there. It, it might have been something different if it was just like no name guys just in there making a name for themselves or whatever. And maybe they got an opportunity at, you know, a bigger name superstar or whatnot. Maybe that would have changed my opinion of it but damn the first night when i saw Dolph ziggler grappling with somebody i was like what the fuck this ain't yeah, underground <laughs> yeah but dude you know he's like an all-american wrestler right exactly <laughs> yeah so i don't know I don't, I, it's whatever to me it doesn't bother me i was happy last week they gave like the women a shot there he Yeah, it's so just tonight, like Shane and Oscar are teaming up on Underground. Or just on Raw, period. What's up? I want No, I was saying that tonight I saw some on the Spanish feed. They said on Raw it's uh, Oscar and Shayna against I'll Sasha be right back. And Bailey. And, uh, and that's just like on Raw. It's just a regular tag match. It's not on Underground. They're not daggone shooting and wrestling and fighting and uh, freaking wife beaters and nothing like that. But I think I'm the lone survivor. Everybody done fell out on me. We got bad connection issues and everything. But um, with uh, Monday Night Raw here on the horizon in the next... Uh, what a little over 40 some minutes or what was more than that but um i don't know what to look forward to man it's just damn i have not been keeping up with the current product of monday night raw or smackdown i've been catching the wave tops from whatever you show me on the internet and everything and it's i'm not excited i'm not excited at all it's just like I'll catch up on NXT whenever I get to it or whatever. I usually let those stockpile up until they have a freaking NXT takeover or some kind of special. And then I'll sit there and watch it. But my money week to week is on AEW because it's a product that's not familiar to me. I've been watching Monday Night Raw since, you know, the 90s and everything. You know, I've been through the highs and the lows. And currently, to me, it feel like we're still in the lows. So, I I don't know. I don't know what to think about any of this. And we're looking forward to uh, Ray returning and uh, Shawn Michaels coming back to confront Randy Orton. Whoa! So, is this what I've been missing? Is this, is this a confrontation that's actually happening on Monday Night Raw? 
uh, Randy Orton calling out Shawn Michaels and he could possibly be coming back? Is this what I'm missing out on? I don't know. I didn't watch the Crown Jewel shit. I didn't watch the uh, the build up to none of that stuff. So I really don't give a shit about Shawn Michaels coming back and possibly having a confrontation with Randy Orton. That can kiss my whole asshole. <laughs> is this going to Okay, there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, sorry. I had to take care of something really quick. But, yeah, yeah, no, you, you're the working man. You're the working man. I understand how that goes. No, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's whatever. They're, out, they're making this Randy Orton thing. Like, I'm all about it. I think he's probably the greatest he's been in a while. But you know he's getting his head punted tonight. Uh, more than likely. And if, you know, what is the end game for Randy Orton? <laughs> Obviously, to me, it's like they're building him up for somebody to topple him over, you know? So, I mean, who is going to be this opponent? Oh, really? They're building up for Edge. Yeah, so he he might be able to verify. I heard heard it's going to be Edge and Orton in an I Quit match at WrestleMania or something. You know know what? I completely forgot about this shit. (laughs) There you go. I forgot that I was at the Royal Rumble. That I seen the motherfucker come back, that they had a pay-per-view match, and they he came back the and then he was out. And I forgot all this already. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing with Edge, right, is Edge and Orton were supposed to main event SummerSlam, but Edge got injured. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening, right? And now and they have to extend to it all the way to what is it, to Mania. I don't know. Like, I kind of like what I've seen out of WWE in this COVID era. I know a lot of people are mm-hmm. down on some of the stuff, but like, okay, you look at, I'm not even talking about Sasha and Bailey because that one's a no brainer, but MVP has oh. been amazing. Yeah. MVP's been great. MVP, MVP, Lashley, you know, that group. Um, I actually think this is, uh, this is my opinion, and I don't know how you, you two feel. So, this is not, this is about Asuka. I think this is the best Oscar has been used since early NXT because I thought once she won the belt in NXT, she just pretty much laid waste to everybody, and yeah. nobody got a rub because of Oscar. Like I think it hurt Amber. I think Amber Moon's career has yeah. hurt because when Triple H didn't put her over Oscar, and then she goes to the main roster, Vince is like, "Well, you're not a star. You're boring." I mean, yeah. they wouldn't even put you over at your hottest. So I look at Oscar like people hated. Oscar getting cheated out of the title by a countout. I thought it was great because she's the good guy. Mm-hmm. She's going after the big bad guys who have all the belts. She's going to be the top woman baby face for at least a while, depending on what who they turn out of, out of Sasha and Bailey. But like the thing for Oscar is she needs something of purpose. She had no purpose. She was just Oscar for the longest time, and I think now. What I love about her character is she chose friendship over titles, mm-hmm. but now she Ultimate can get all the revenge. She, she, she's going to beat Sasha and Bailey, or she's going to be the reason they break up. And to me, she's going to win one of the two belts, and she's going to break them up. And that, that, to me, is how you make a baby face into a top baby face, which is they get their, their revenge, they win, they look strong. And she's never even been pinned. That's the thing I tell people. She's mm-hmm. been pinned once mm-hmm. in the mixed tag with Drew and 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 Ziggler. And the only reason Asuka took the pin is that they think so little of Dolph Ziggler, they wouldn't let him pin Drew. <laughs> so now, 
I mean, to wait, me, wait. that's the only time Oscar has lost. Yeah. Can I just say something quick? Yeah, and yeah. Why I want to say fuck COVID? Because I live about thirty-five minutes up the road, down the road, from good old Boston, where the boss is from, who we all love. And I was supposed to go to the damn SummerSlam, and I was supposed to see that match because that match would have happened at SummerSlam. But fuck COVID. So I'm really pissed about that. I should now, be there this Sunday <laughs> witnessing that. Yeah. I'm mad. Now explain <laughs> to me this though. Well, so but, this but, but, this. So this is a triple threat match, correct? No. No? Oscar's got two matches. No, it's not. It's oh, actually yeah, it's two Oscar. individual matches. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think by the time we get to SummerSlam, because remember, there's still a Monday show today, and there's still a Friday show, which is live. I, can, I don't see them giving an hour or 45 minutes to Asuka. So what I think they can do is, if you think about it, Asuka has Asuka, – Asuka could say, you know what? I know they're going to interfere in my matches. So why don't you just put them in the ring together? And that's the way to set up Sasha. And see, this was my booking idea. And I know people, people didn't like it on Twitter, but I'll give it to you guys. You make it a triple threat match, but this is the rules. Asuka can only pin Sasha for the Raw title and only pin Bailey for the SmackDown title. Yeah, Bailey that's what I... Can't, Bailey can't pin Sasha to retain... Sasha can't pin Bailey to retain, but Bailey can beat Sasha for the Raw title. Mm -hmm. Sasha can beat Bailey for the SmackDown title. And the way I would do it is Asuka beats Sasha in one of the falls. She gets the Raw title. Yeah. As she's going for the SmackDown title, Sasha moves Asuka off, goes on Bailey, covers her one, two, three. Bailey after that snaps. And that's how you start that feud, which is. Bailey realized that hey, I tried to, I gave you the raw title and you, you took the SmackDown title for me, but then it comes out that Bailey only helped Sasha win the raw title because she didn't want her closer to the SmackDown title. And that's how I would tell that story. Because to me, the Bailey Sasha thing, I, I, I've heard people say they should keep it going to WrestleMania where they finally blow, it, blow the match off. But they've been together for four years. And to me, Bailey is enough of a strong character now without Sasha that she can go to Raw and be strong on her own. And I feel like Sasha like needs new opponents like Sonya Deville or um, Mandy or Bianca or somebody different. Bianca. It's like to me, Sasha Bailey, Sasha Bailey. That's the feud everybody wants. Just just do it now and. Maybe I mean maybe you can wait do till WrestleMania. What are you waiting for? But are you gonna are you gonna really have Sasha and Bailey have both belts all the way till WrestleMania? Because then by that time people will just hate them. And not for the good heat. It's gonna be, oh, you're the four horse women, you bury the rest of the women's division. Like I gotta be honest, I thought they should have given another woman a chance at Bailey's title. Mm-hmm. Because but 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 this makes sense for the story because Asuka wants revenge on both of them. Not just Sasha. Yeah. She wants revenge on Bailey because Bailey's the one who really took Kyrie out. In fact, I wanted it to be where Sasha hit Bailey in their match on Raw, causing Asuka to lose. So it's like, hey, we outsmarted you, Steph, or we outsmarted you, Asuka. Then Asuka wins the Battle Royal, gets the match against Bailey, and I would have gone Sasha Shayna at Raw at SummerSlam. But the problem now, with you, that is Shayna can't 
lose so quickly because she is because I don't feel like I've never felt like Vince really cared about Shayna because if you think about it, if you go back and watch that match with Sasha, she got no offense in, and Shayna kills everybody. And I'm like, this is weird. Like they're really making this about more of a showcase for the champ, and that's cool. But why do you need Shayna for that? Get Liv Morgan out there. Well, now I mean, what what I'm thinking is, you know, we see this and that's what we get on TV, but it could be because of the circumstances of what America is going through and all over the world with the pandemic and whatnot. And they just have a limited roster of people. So they have to recycle same motherfuckers over and over again. That's why they Sasha and Bailey got all the goddamn belts, which I am not opposed to. But I, I, I don't think it, if we was just running as a, you know, normal America or the world for that matter that they wouldn't have all them goddamn belts, you know, because they would have a, a more flushed out roster and more people to bounce shit off of and whatnot. I believe they'd yeah. still be having a program or whatever, but I don't think they would have yeah. all the titles and, you know, the, the only, same circle of people that will be involved in this now. The only thing I don't get is at the Rumble, Shayna and Bianca both had like seven or eight eliminations, and obviously that was planned to do that. And, yeah, Shayna, whatever, she lost that mania, but they haven't really, I don't know. And something must have happened because going into the Rumble, you thought when COVID up, happened. You, well, you just thought going into the Rumble after the Rumble, like, yo, they're both going to be big. Like, mm-hmm. I was very surprised. I don't know if you two were. I personally was surprised. I don't know if we already knew. I don't know if it got leaked or not. But I was surprised when Shayna didn't win at Main. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. But what do you, how, the only person I think who really hasn't benefited during this COVID thing. And did you watch SmackDown Friday? No. Did you see Braun got a bald head? Oh yeah, I knew, I seen that though. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, uh, that, he, he needed to do that. Day. He yeah. needed to do that. But I knew I when it was my really, time to go. I knew I when it was- he's the only one who really hasn't benefited from this. Like I think Drew has, Drew mm-hmm. got screwed, we all know, we all agree on that. But I don't know, but what they're doing right now with Braun and The Fiend's good. So I don't know if you heard, it's on SmackDown. Braun came out pretty much as like, I want the Fiend, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he came out bald. Everyone's like, oh, my God. And then Alexa came out. Yeah, and like she got tossed. The yeah, she got tossed. And then the Fiend. So I kind of like how they're doing it. They're doing the Fiend storyline different. Mm-hmm. So that I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Honestly, I think SummerSlam is going to be good. Especially because you're going to see Mandy or someone near DeVille with a bald head. Yeah. And what what but you would. We got to assume it's Sonya, right? We have to assume just because she's a legend. I bet you she looked badass bald, honestly. I don't know. But what I'm not understanding is how are we going to get ourselves out of this situation? Braun shouldn't really be losing matches being the champ. And then you got the Fiend that should not be losing matches at all. And then you got these two going up against each other. I mean... What what's that? What's the outcome here? What what would you prefer? Would you rather the See, Fiend the win or Braun? I just wish the Fiend wasn't in it. He doesn't need the title because who's <laughs> gonna be the one to beat the Fiend? Because here's the thing: Roman's been gone since pretty much COVID. When Roman mm-hmm. comes back, whether it's COVID or not COVID, Roman's gonna be over. Yeah, I think a lot of people are big on Roman now. I think the respect. So you don't want Roman to be the guy to beat the Fiend. And then it's not even the fact that yeah, if we're gonna have anyone beat the fiend, it's gotta be like a chicken shit heel that you want the heat, like a Baron Corbin. 
Uh, even though I can't see that being a match, Baron Corbin versus the Fiend, but yeah. that's like who's got to take it. You know what I mean? Like you don't want you don't want someone you want over beating the Fiend because the Fiend's over and the Fiend's gonna be over for a long time. Yeah, and then it's just like um, I don't know. I, I lost my thought there, but it was just like why, you know, who, who, who is going. Who? fight freaking Braun Strowman at this point if the fiend wasn't in the picture. Well I'm as we've talked about before, Big E finally getting that push. Well yeah now, now yeah. But see I think and I keep reading it, I think he might be AJ for the Intercontinental title. Which I'm cool with. Give him another intercontinental intercontinental reign. But I think he needs to be higher. I think he needs mm-hmm. that universal title. I mean we I all think, I think they I think they have it perfect. I know they're not this isn't gonna happen. But we've talked about before. This would be the time now to somehow get Biggie the title. Kofi comes back from his injury. Xavier comes back. That triple threat where a family lets fight for the title kind of thing. Why though, Sway? Why? Because <laughs> I think it'd be cool, especially if they make it where no one's a heel. I was just three dudes, three good friends who want to fight each other. I'm all about just, it. Just mutual, uh, mutual respect thing. When, yeah. when, when was the last time we seen something like that? I know it's been done, but when i i want to say the last time kind of wasn't the shield triple threat kind of like that i know mm. rollins was a heel and roman and dean were faces but i think they still kind of brought it around to mutual respect thing nah the, i don't think i don't think so all right well, uh, what do you think what are you thinking about this whole well you go you were going to say something i was going to switch no no you get it you get it i ain't got nothing. What, what are you thinking about this whole carrying cross fireball <laughs> Uh, you know what? This is another situation um, to where, like, why I don't see Keith Lee winning this match. I think you know? he's going to lose, and I think this might be the call-up. Vince, so here's the thing. Vince is high on Keith Lee. We're not talking know, about call-ups, God damn it. We, it's lateral, lateral. movement. <laughs> he's going to get that lateral movement. But no, but uh, even if not. I don't know Vince what he knows about the product, but I t- I'm telling you, the second he gets carrying cross under his radar, he ain't gonna last down there long. And, see, and, and this is another thing. Fuck what Vince talking about. This this is what me and you talk about. This, mm-hmm. this is us. Fuck, fuck we we don't know we don't give it with I don't give a goddamn what Vince doing over there. You Yo, know what, what what he eat don't make me shit. So um what I'm saying is carrying cross. I like it. I love I love him. I, I like I'm, him a lot. I'm big on him. And Keith Lee can't possibly win this match. I'm not saying that he couldn't. You know I me. Mean? I mean, he obviously could or whatever. But like, just from what I've seen of the product thus far, Keith Lee should not win this match. No. And, you know, but the money would be in. You know, carrying cross wins, and Keith Lee makes. The, um, the trail back to the title. I would thoroughly enjoy seeing that. But Keith Lee, I don't. I'm not saying he should get demolished, but he no. should get beat decisively. It should be no shenanigans, n- nothing like that. He should get flat out beaten. He should, because then it's going to set up a good storyline. Who's actually going to be carrying cross? Who's going to go for carrying cross? You know yeah, what I mean? And- and then um, you also got Dijakovic in there as well. I mean, I know he's going to want some ounce of revenge and anything like that. I think, like that, so I think, I think he's. Done, I think he's done with NXT. It's been rumored he's been done with it for a while. I think he's done with it. 
He's supposed to be in Retribution. Yeah. Oh. Which, what do you, what do you guys think about that? We never really, because when last time we all talked, that wasn't really a thing. It looks odd, because uh, I'm seeing two women predominantly from what I've saw of it, with the hair hanging out from under their ski mask or whatever. And I'm trying Carmella, to figure out who it is. It's Carmella. Carmella's one of them. Oh, really? Now? But but she, I don't, I don't know if Carmella's actually in the group because I read that. I Just people filling body spots. The, the people who are doing the the damages are not actually like they say it's going to be like Chiap Champa, Dijakovic, you know, somebody like that. Like you have to think of people who feel wronged. I guess is the story. But so here's my retribution thoughts. I actually want to talk more about Keith Lee and Cross because that excites me a lot more. But. I think it's a tacky, tacky. It's tacky. I think yeah. it's tacky. Like these guys, they're like five foot six. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to believe they're going to beat up Big E. Like I feel like Big E would beat up all of them by himself. Yeah. Like, well, I heard they got a lot of shit for having little people, not little, like smaller in stature. Yeah. And now they're getting bigger. I just the, a- my, my, the average my, dude looks like me, five ten and like a buck eighty. My my problem with that group is that it's not like cool like what Nexus was. It's not like the NWO. It's like it's it very looks, canned. It just looks Mickey Mouse and okay, look. People are paying attention to the story because they want to know who's actually in it. Like is it Dijakovic? Is it Chiampa? Is it is it is it the Undisputed Era? Right? Like who is retribution but to me everything they're doing right now i like except for that like i like the bray braun alexa storyline i know a lot of people don't like it i like it because i think it's the way to use alexa bliss the best she's not involved in the women's title picture she's not even in the tag title picture no but she's a great talker and she's a great actress and i think she's really good in this role as like is she manipulating braun or is her and braun in on it together and are they gonna trap wyatt like i like that story you i i I can't believe i heard you guys say keith lee should lose decisively Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean what i i just i disagree with that i mean it, it he should well i'll agree that he should lose this match I mean, maybe I think there's more money in the comeback match or whatever. But yeah, I, I don't. Just from what I've been seeing of Karrion Cross, I don't think that Keith Lee gonna be the one to put him down right away. Anyway, my my booking 101 is Keith Lee loses and goes to SmackDown and wins the title. <laughs> Give me your fantasy. I'm I'm all in on Keith Lee as their next top male babyface because if you look at WWE. I know you guys You guys are big and New Japan guys and you watch AEW as well. The thing I feel like WWE lacks is a top male baby face. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have a guy I want to cheer for on the men's side. Like, I feel like the women are doing all the good work in WWE except for Randy Orton. <laughs> Seriously, like, if you look at the roster, who do you tune in for? If you just look at every week, like, who interests you? I would say MVP's group interests me and Orton interests me. And on SmackDown, I don't really even have any of the guys I care about. Like, I'm not into Riddle Big that e. much. Big E's great. Yeah, Big E's great. Okay, good. that's a good point. But 
I just want to see. I'll, I feel like Keith Lee has that charisma to be like a top star, like mm-hmm. a main event WrestleMania kind of guy. Like I feel like a, a Brock Lesnar Keith Lee match is money. I think a Keith yeah. Lee match against the Undertaker. Sorry, Rob. Yeah. Would be would be good. Yeah. Um, or Braun becomes this monster. He kills everybody, and Keith Lee is the guy who knocks him off, or Big E is the guy who knocks him off. But I, I, I have to say, man, I'm not that into NXT as much as I used to be. Yeah, um, yeah that, that, I was saying that a little while ago. Whenever you had dipped out for a second, it's like I, from week to week, am only invested in AEW. Now, not to say that I don't watch NXT or anything like that, because I do. But more of a NXT thing right now. I'm about to start my binge because I know. NXT takeover is coming up. So I'm about to binge a whole bunch of NXT to get caught up in everything. But uh, like, a- AEW, I watch it week to week because you know I want to see what happens next. I mean, it's a new toy in the toy box, you know. So I mean I'm more invested in that. AEW does a great job of telling you what's happening next week. Like they say, okay, next mm-hmm. week's show you're gonna get this, next week's show you're gonna get this. You don't even know what you're getting on NXT. My my biggest problem is there's a person that I tuned in for every single week, which was Io Shirai, and she's the champ, and I don't see her. Mm-hmm. Like she was the. Re- I mean, okay, obviously they're not going to give her all. She's not going to get the credit for this one. But my point was when she had the match at Great American Bash with Sasha, that was the highest number NXT did all year in a main event. It's still the highest number they did until Keith Lee won the title the following week. But those that was a match people talked about and cared about. And I felt like Io Shirai, okay, this is the star-making moment for her. Like, she beat Sasha, she had Asuka's help, but she came across like such a big star. And she's been taken off TV since. And I'm wondering, does she have COVID? That was my thought. Like, does she have COVID? Because, you know, they don't tell you who has it. They just take mm-hmm. them off TV. But I feel like Io Shirai, is, Io Shirai and Keith Lee are the two reasons I watch NXT, and I barely see one of them now. And I'm not a big Young Bucks fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big um, Butcher, Blade, and Bunny, whatever the hell their name is. <laughs> but the one person I like on AEW, I have to admit, I do like Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly like enjoy Orange Cassidy. thing he does... Is really, and and look, I what I like about Jericho is he's a good heel in that you just want to see him get his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Like he's not trying to be cool, he's not trying to be hip. He's just a jerk, and you want to see him get beat up. Um, the other thing I like about AEW is their tag team wrestling is way better than WWE's. Like they really give their teams time, they put a lot of thought into them. Um, I feel like Cody Rhodes should have lost the belt last week to Scorpio Sky, though. I, I, yeah. I thought that was the time to, to pull the trigger. Because, okay, Cody's 25-2 and two as an AEW singles wrestler. He's the mm-hmm. booker. That doesn't really say – that. that's that's not a good look. Well, I mean – He's got to lose it all out. They can't, yeah. let Bro, they can't let Brody Lee lose to Moxley, then lose to – you're not going to take the dude serious. I mean, hell, I mean, they did that to Oscar, so I mean, <laughs> you know, but um, what I, what I'm seeing, you know, you know, I don't know how 
much y'all paying attention to it or whatever. But Cody, in my eyes, from what I've been presented on television, is slowly turning heel. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, you, you know, you, you slow Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody, I'm sorry, Cody. You to get take the road. You gotta take the roads off um for savings. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, he turned it into a hill slowly, you know, right yeah, before our eyes and everything. Triple H. And it's just like, you know, he put on these good matches, and then you know, you go up there, you do the, the code of honor from ROH, you give him hugs and shake hands and shit or whatever. But progressively through all the matches that he's had so far, he's been doing you know, little bitty heel things here and there, like doing the push-ups in the ring and taunting and all this other crap or whatever. I'm just waiting for him to make the full transition into full-on heel so that way when he actually loses that title, it'll make it a bigger thing than it was. That, that's when you can have Scorpio Sky come back around because he's already voicing on Twitter that he really wants that title. So, okay. It's obvious watching TV, Cody Rhodes... FTR, uh, Sean, whatever his name is, the 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 guy who's known for being Peyton Royce's husband. Yes, whatever Spears. Whatever. Spears. Okay, they're gonna make up the four. They're gonna do the new four horsemen. It's obvious, right? Oh, very obvious. Okay, I feel like that's kind of a jobber for horsemen. Like. When I think of the four horsemen, and I think of Rick and Tully and Arn and Oli, and then after Oli, it was Wyndham. And I feel like they're trying to re like WWE gets a lot of flack, in my opinion, for being about old guys. Who are the top guys in AEW? Jericho, Cody, Dean Ambrose. These are all WWE rejects. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's with any company, though, that's kind of fairly new that has some buying power or whatever. We've seen it with uh, Impact, TNA, and everything. Um, shit, ROH to a lower extent or whatever when Impact, TNA, or whatever wasn't doing that well. They were getting the guys that would leave WWE and all this other stuff. You know, I mean, so this is not new hat. You know, this is old hat. You know, this is, no, this is nothing new science behind this or whatever. We've seen this for years and it's always going to be like that until the end of time because when you get a notable name from a notable company you get more eyes on the product you get more butts and seats that's just the way it works like john moxley he's the man mm-hmm. you like moxley i like him because I, I really like dean ambrose and i like his entrance music whatever not much is changing his character i think I think he's been doing the best promo work of his career so far. I mean, mm-hmm. because he has that range to do so or whatever. And I he mean, also, it's kinda... he's also been doing good wrestling. Yeah. He's been on fire as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And the him and the ma- the match with him and Darby Allen was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. We gotta ask Ajar what what do you think is gonna happen when Roman Reigns comes back? Um, I feel like what they are gonna do with Roman Reigns is they're gonna build him up. Um as I, I know people aren't going to want to believe this. I think he's going to come back as a heel. I wouldn't. I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm as, long as, he, as long as he ain't talking and cutting promos. Here's why, though. He can come back and say, when I was here every single week busting my tail, you guys booed me. Then I went through, you know, a life-changing thing with cancer. 
and you felt guilty, but you really still wanted to boo me. Then I decide to put my family first and leave, and you guys criticize me that I wasn't about the team. And I really feel like he should come back as a guy who hates everybody on the roster. Like, he should come back as the guy who's like, I hate everybody, because none of you called me. You all went on without me. I, He's I, the I, leader I, of retribution. That would be no, good. don't. But, you know what? If he was the leader of retribution, it might give it credibility. But I've always wanted a heel faction with Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Nia Jax. Yeah. I, I want those four to be like a gang. Or like whatever show they're on, they have the tag belts, the world title, and Nia has the woman's title of whatever brand. And I want them to be like the Samoan SWAT team. Like they just go and kill everybody. Because I think Roman, I think Roman they, needs to come back and be like how Lashley is now. Just dropping bodies. Yeah. Cause Lashley, yeah, he lost to McIntyre, but he's doing great right now, I think. He's doing great. Yeah. Right now, he, I think he could be doing a hell of a lot better. I just don't get why, and maybe I don't know the logistics behind business. Maybe that's why, honestly. But yeah. and I'm all about MVP fighting for the title. Yes. But do you think it's just because they don't want Shelton? Well, Shelton's 24/7. No, he's not. But you do not want know. Shelton. Do not. Yeah. Do not want Shelton or Bobby to take the pin. Like they need to get some gold soon. Yeah. Or something. I mean, right I, now, it's hard to take serious. I like them. I'm all about the hurt business. But that, when you're not fighting for any titles and three dudes are chasing the same dude, Apollo Crews, and losing. Yeah. Like, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose. And then Monday, just F people up. Yeah. You know, have some substance behind it. And, and, and I think I think MVP is going to lose. You know what I mean? There's no, I'm all about MVP. But and I'm sad about that. So, so, so very sad about that. But he doesn't need it. But he could win. He <laughs> but I want him to need it. I want him to want it and have but it. He did, he did just sign a multi-year deal. Yeah. And just you know, think, that dude came back mm-hmm. for the Rumble mm-hmm. and then a one night off on Raw. Mm-hmm. And now MVP... No pun intended. Is damn near the MVP of Raw. Yeah, I mean he's just collecting checks. Why not? Yeah, because he went from the producer thing, then he got furloughed, I think, from that, and then mm. per- now he's just the performer, and he signed a multi-year deal. So I mean, I don't know, but they've been signing people for five. I don't know if he signed for five, but mm. probably two at a minimum, I'd say. Yeah. So I don't know, and then you got Dominic Mysterio. <sighs> He, t- he took a beating, though. You got to give the kid that. He took a beating. I've been hit with a kendo stick, and it just all it does is webs your skin. I understand how that feels. But do you think he's obviously going to lose? And now it's a street fight. Yeah, I mean, the street fight is um, a tool to help you hide the flaws in his wrestling game. I mean, he, I mean, he could be the best thing since sliced bread, but I believe you know you put him in a street fight scenario to hide some of his uh, yeah stuff so far yeah no it makes sense i don't know i just i every time i think of this storyline i just think of how alistair black is like shafted by all this and like they don't even want him doing his entrance everybody is shafted because of this this whole thing this pandemic you know this would be a totally different thing matter of fact they're they're having technical camera issues right now on their screen 
what's happening? McIntyre came out, and I'm assuming talking shit. He's he's cutting a promo, but the screen is like cutting to the raw graphics, cutting to the crowd, is showing replays automatically, and everything is just doing it's, all kind of crazy shit. It's yeah, probably retribution. Yeah, yeah, no, it could be because if you go on Twitter, the WWE thing said time for another Monday Night Raw, which they uh, never never do. But um, you see it. Uh, <laughs> it's doing yeah, that. that see, yeah, it's retribution. Oh, well, yeah, keep this up real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly what see, I was this, saying. See, I think this is good. We're doing this right now. This is what I've been asking for. But see, like this isn't this isn't good. Like in my opinion, like what's dude? We have PFCs in the Marine Corps who do this. <laughs> like none of those dudes look big. They don't look that intimidating. Like I think it's good. I think they can still make this gold. Oh, but like, oh it's off the air. <laughs> they went know. to commercial. <laughs> do you think they fuck up SummerSlam somehow? I'm assuming. I know that could solve a lot of the issues that we have. I don't think retribution gonna crash the brawn in a fiend party though. <laughs> I you know what? I was gonna say I was very confident the fiend was gonna beat Strowman. But after last Friday, I'm honestly not that sure. Yeah. And I'll say that. I'm not. Alexa Bliss is gonna be involved. I'm liking how the fiend's kind of the face now. Mm-hmm. Braun should always be a heel. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shenanigans. I know, and then I'm excited. Hey, what'd you think about Abyss? Did you hear about Abyss? Abyss, I like. Obviously, yeah, I all know he's been he's been a backstage producer or whatever, but now he's out there. He's getting a lot of praise for that. I think he's going to get more TV time. Yeah, I seen that. Joseph Park Esquire. Yep. yep. <laughs> Jeff Hardy and AJ is going to be a good match Friday, but I think they're going to have a rematch at SummerSlam. I think they're just doing that. To, I think this Friday they're treating like we need to do everything. AJ and Jeff, this yeah. whole little web thing virtual fans we, they need to bring everyone in all right so before we wrap up you want to go over the car for what they have so far for some yeah, yep yeah let me pull it up really quick yeah so apparently retribution is running amok on raw they took over the production truck and they killed the broadcast which made them go to commercial <laughs> all right so mcintyre versus orton i'm assuming this is probably going to be the main event I know we're going to kind of hit on this probably Sunday too, but yeah. I think confident in both Drew. This is Drew's yeah. probably biggest win since being champ. Yeah, and who's to say Edge won't come back in shenanigans? Good. Strowman and Wyatt. I'm still going Wyatt. Uh, I'm See, 50-50. it's going to be hard because it's going to be hard because my we could watch on Friday and then everything could change Sunday. Yeah, I'm fifty fifty on it. I, I hold judgment until Friday. Okay, okay. Um, Sasha versus Oscar as of right now for the Raw Women's Title. Shenanigans, Oscar. Okay. To win, I mean. Yeah, I think Oscar too. Bailey versus Oscar. I think Bailey because mm-hmm. of shenanigans. And, now, and, let me and, ask- it, and it depends on which one which one goes first. If it's yep. Bailey and Oscar. They wrestle first. Is Bailey will win by shenanigans because Sasha will come out and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna help you." And then so that's it- what, this is what I think is gonna kick off the pay per view because if you ever notice with WWE, if two performers are fighting in the same night, one of their matches starts off the night. Mm-hmm. So I think Bailey and Oscar is gonna kick off SummerSlam. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was saying. Bailey and Oscar started off with Sasha interference. Bailey keeps the title, and then when it comes back around, Sasha is going to be looking for that in turn 
from they Bailey. Don't get, don't get it, or it's a botched save or some shit like that, which causes yep. Sasha to lose. I think Ajar was hitting on something like that as well. Yeah. And then here we are in 2020, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. Both 15 years after the Dominic on the ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> I think we go Rollins. I'm assuming Ray probably makes an appearance. Yeah. Because as much as I'm not really a fan of this Messiah gimmick, it's getting over. Not I wouldn't say getting over, but I can't think of the word. Just another evolution of Seth Rollins' character. Raw tag titles, Street Profits versus Andrade and Garza. I'm going Andrade and Garza. Yes, I, I've been saying that since they formed and started going after the titles. Yep. MVP and Apollo. I'm going Apollo. <sighs> Begrudgingly, Apollo. I want MVP to have the gold. He deserves it. He's my favorite. Sonia Deville versus Mandy Rose in a hair versus hair match. I'm going Mandy. Just because I can't see them cutting Mandy's blonde hair, man. I just can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? That would have been like shaving Trish Stratus's head. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So probably, yeah. I'm going to go with um, Mandy to win. Okay. Okay. And now let me ask you this. So say we'll throw this one in there. Jeff Hardy and AJ fight on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. I say it ends in shenanigans, but they fight again. Do you think AJ would retain over Jeff? No. Do you think Jeff gets it? Yep. I believe Honestly, Jeff. I think since yeah. Jeff's back from injury, I think I think Jeff's definitely going to have another single titles run. Between either that or the big title. But the big question is, will his uh, alternate persona appear like it did in the bar fight? <laughs> is he going to come out there with no face paint? Then he going to get knocked out and the face paint going to jump on him and then he going to win? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Did he hear how Matt Hardy is kind of like unhappy in AEW? Hey, that's his own fault. And then he gets hit and <laughs> literally hit in the face with a chair by Sammy Guevara. That's a, it was hilarious, though. I could see WWE giving Jeff some sort of push just to be petty to Matt. Yeah. Right? Tell me, tell me, tell me they, that's not some shit they do. It sounds valid to me, sir. <laughs> and then uh, one more thing we'll talk about real quick. So apparently there's rumors. Braun Strowman squashed it, but apparently almost every single person, this is what they said on A, um, ooh, you think they're yeah. going to fight? Continue. What are they saying? Can, uh, can you hear? Let me, uh... I can't hear, but just let me know what they say. I know you're multitasking. Long oh, story short. Everyone on the it's apparently everyone on the WWE roster has reached out some sort of way to AEW, whether it's yeah, how supposedly. Going, yeah, besides Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman said no, that's mm-hmm. done. What do you yeah. think about that? <laughs> Speculation, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. And then again, I mean, think about it this way there's Couples in separate companies right now, so I mean, yeah, yeah you think who, they're not who, yeah, talking who to are the, Yeah, who are because you got Ambrose, well, Moxley and Renee. Yeah, yeah you, you got, got uh, Peyton Pay Rice and Sean Spear. Yeah, and then um, Big Swole is, is Cedric Alexander's uh, wife. I could see Cedric and Ricochet both going to AEW. Hey, who's who's to say, man? I I, I wouldn't be against it either. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't care. I just want to see motherfuckers wrestle. That's that's all I really want. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care about these quarter hour or half hour ratings. 
no, I'm getting I don't... wrong. I, I read the articles on it. Like, I read how Ross had, like, some of its worst viewership in history. Like, I read into it, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just that easy to please. At the end of the day, I get pleased. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good here. I know we got Sunday. For everyone who's watching, we're going to be doing a little NXT TakeOver 30 Fallout, followed by a more in-depth SummerSlam prediction. And probably following up on how Friday Night SmackDown went. Not the show itself, but with the whole virtual fan thing. Yeah. I think, right? There's going to be some interesting shit. <laughs> and where, what time are we starting? Are we starting at 12? Yeah, 12 Eastern? Yeah. Yes, tw- 12 Eastern. And uh, we'll be kicking it again here live on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. So we, we got three platforms to bring you the things and whatever. And um, we got MVP in the Hurt business out on the stage right now. And um, that'll be it for That's Wrestling Trash. Now we got to go. Yeah, so um, hopefully we won't have any typical difficulties like we did this time or whatever. Because I think it was the Retribution. Retribution yeah, did ret- it. So this is my Retribution's invading thing. Yeah, Retribution um, fucked up our feed or whatever. But um, thanks to AJR I- for popping in when he did. Thank you, yes, Mr. Anastelli, for showing up and uh, kicking the facts on Raw and SmackDown, getting me up to speed and everything. And um, on behalf of Nick Anicelli, Ajar, and myself, this has been Wrestling is Trash. Follow on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and all those places that I mentioned earlier are the feed wherever you're watching now, if you are watching so on so far, yada, 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 and we out this bitch. <laughs> yeah.